Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. Hey friends, welcome to Whole Heart. This is Monica C. Guidry, and as always, I'm so glad that you're tuning in from across the country and around the world. You're taking the time um, to set aside time for yourself and still away, embrace yourself, embrace the moment, find joy, find zest for life, and all of the things that you may get from this podcast. As always, my shows are unedited. And so what you hear is what you hear, what you get is what you get. I want to talk to you today about something that I feel is extremely important, especially now uh, during the holidays, and that's about grief. And um, this subject is a little um, more personal today just because uh, a couple of days ago um, I lost the last, my last grandparent, um, my father's mother and two years ago almost to the exact date she lost her husband suddenly and although she had early signs of dementia uh, she wasn't she was fairly healthy I mean we didn't expect this to happen and so we are dealing with the loss of her and just maneuvering through the pandemic and what funeral arrangements and all of those things will look like. And I thought to myself, you know, now is a good time to discuss grief during the holiday. Uh, We just had Thanksgiving, but we are approaching uh, Christmas and then there'll be uh, the new year. And we're all hoping that 2021 will bring us a little bit more joy than it really did than 2020 did and I don't like to give power to to dates and numbers or things like that and I'm most certainly not doing that now but we we do we all just need a little bit of a sigh of relief (laughs) so um again I just want to talk about about grief today and kind of help you all who may be listening in who may have lost a loved one who is losing a loved one who uh, may be battling something that's terminal yourself and uh, just going through the grieving process of that. And I just want to kind of help you through it as I am guiding and helping myself. So that's what today's show is going to be about. And I hope that you um, would share this with someone that you that may need this and, um, you know, just share it. And hopefully it will touch someone and, and give them the strength that they need to continue on and live and live a joyous life. So what is grief? Grief is uh, encompasses the range of unpleasant emotions that occur after a loss, right? Grief is most associated with death, but many other types of loss can result in different levels of grief also. It can be a strong and overwhelming emotion. You know, um, you can feel numb and separated from your daily life. Everyone can understand, I believe, this natural reaction to great loss. Yet the experience is also uniquely personal. It's so personal. No one else can fully understand how you feel and how the loss has affected you. These sad events 
like something that I've experienced, like many of you have experienced um, some types of loss that can cause grief or the death of a loved one, the death of a pet, unemployment, divorce, a breakup, a miscarriage, a serious illness or a disability. The process of grief, the process of grieving can't be completely controlled. The process can take months or even years to pass. Fortunately, fortunately, though, the pain tends to lessen over time as your life adapts to your new circumstances. Um, and I'm thinking of my, my father because after my our grandfather passed away, his father passed away, um, his mother came to live with him. And that was a new, his new normal. So for the past two years, post-retirement, he's been caring for his mother. And that was, he had to adapt to that new circumstance. Many of you are adapting to your new circumstance after loss. So loss and grief are inevitable. We know that it's a part of life to suffer a loss from time to time. And grief can occur at any age. Regardless of age, grief is emotionally painful. Um, grief and loss and life can be like a row of dominoes. That's how I see it. And you just picture these dominoes. You set these dominoes up. You spend years arranging your life like dominoes, right? You're just sitting these dominoes up and lining them, using your time, your money, your resources. And after many years, your life can seem nearly perfect. But even the most stable of situations can unravel quickly. A chain of reactions can occur that results in many other losses. And just like those dominoes, all it takes is one single domino to fall. And then it's a ripple effect. The loss of a spouse can lead to a loss of income. It can lead to a loss of your home, automobile, college tuition, your funds for your children, emotional support. One loss can lead to additional losses. Um, and so when we think about loss, we don't think about joy in losing. You know, it's a ripple effect of many other unmeasurable grief, <laughs> griefs. If that's even a word, if I can use that, please allow me to use that. And so the, there's there's different stages of grief. And I, I just want to put out here that I am not an expert. All of the things that I'm giving you are things that I've experienced and have um, have just charted through the journeys of my life. And although I've not had very many close losses to me, uh, the losses that I have, have have had have been extremely impactful. Um, so the stages of grief are first shock and denial, you know, um, it's a way of holding the most challenging emotions at arm's length and dealing with them at a manageable pace. You know, um, there's no, there's only so much a person can take and denial is one way of softening the blow while you deal with the initial loss. And that's usually the first stage. And then there's anger and then there's bargaining and then there's depression. Um, except, and then there's ex finally accepting it. And I don't want to go to detail about all of those things. Um, you can, you know, I'm sure you can read those things a little bit later. Um, but these stages aren't universally accepted by all, you know, 
but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And this is what this, this podcast is all about today. I just want you to know that there is life and light at the end of the tunnel, although grieving the process is complex. The only path of grieving, or, or I'm sorry, the only path out of grief travels right through the middle of it. You got to you gotta travel through it. You got to go through it. You got to endure it. Um, and since grief is painful, the obvious response is to avoid it at all costs. But we can't. And we have to be good to ourselves. Physically, that means to eat. You have to sleep. You have to exercise. Be emotionally kind and patient with yourselves. Um, and just understanding that grieving is a normal process. Feeling upset and crying is a process. And just because grief uh, is normal, it doesn't mean that it's easy. And grief can take longer than some expect. So you don't have to rush through the process. It's easy for outsiders to look in and at your situation and determine that it shouldn't take um, this long or it should take this certain amount of weeks or months to heal. But it can be a long process. And no one can determine how long your grief will require for healing to take place. And grief is unpredictable. You know, <laughs> grief can't be predicted, unfortunately. Um, it is not possible to heal from grief alone. So withdrawing from others after loss, it's, it's, it's a natural process, a natural response. But I, I just want to tell you that while you're, you're grieving, and it's a very personal process. Keeping it to yourself is a mistake. Other people often follow suit. They believe that the best course of action is to leave you alone. And that's not the truth. We need each other. We need each other. I'm so grateful for the people that are in my life that are calling and sending text messages and sending messages. And although I'm um, a very good at allowing people in, in my life and, and making people feel closely connected to me. I am very private, but there are some times where I'll post something on Facebook because I know that I'm going to have a strong support of people that are going to be praying for me. And so I'm intentional about letting people in on certain aspects of my life. And so I'm very, very, very um, adamant about sharing um, allowing people to share in your pain and not going through this alone. Um, there's a, there's a quote that Anne, uh, Anne Grant says, and she says, uh, grief is perhaps an unknown territory for you. You might feel both helpless and hopeless without a sense of a map for the journey. Confusion is the hallmark of transition to rebuild both your inner and outer world is a major project. It's a major project. Um, but there are ways that we can lessen the grief. <laughs> and I hope you've, you're tuning in long enough so that you can get some of these, these tools that I want to give you today. Because a part of what I do, not only just having this podcast, but I'm also a lifestyle strategist. So I help people strategize through life and grief and loss is a part of life. And so I want to give you some tips and some tools today. Um, so um, find other grievers. Um, this is a support system that we were kind of talking about just a moment ago. Grief is such a universal process and emotion. 
Um, it's easy to find others facing the same obstacles. So find local support, support groups or any local hospital will have a list if you um, aren't able to just, if it's not readily available to you, just do a Google search for different hospitals and they'll have a list of support groups um, as well as doing a quick search online. If you're a private person, consider joining an online forum. You can easily remain anonymous and share more freely. Also, writing a letter to your lost uh, loved one. You probably left a few things that have were unsaid, and so writing that letter out will 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 do you some good. <laughs> I like writing. Journaling is something that I that I am adamant about. It's something that I enjoy doing, and I am a very uh, very big on journaling. So just as you're journaling, write a letter to your lost one, your loved one. Try to avoid things like drugs and alcohol or excessive eating or sex to numb your pain. You don't want to do anything that's going to not make you feel. And that's another thing that I'm adamant about. Feel the process. Um, and all those things will do anyway is create other challenges on top of the one that you're already facing. So you don't want to do that. The last thing you need now is to gain 50 pounds <laughs> or develop a drug addiction. <laughs> and I don't want to minimize those things, but it is a very real thing. We don't want that to happen to you. Um, also, you want to make your health your priority. So it's not unusual for someone in, in the grief process to ignore their basic hygiene um, and eat poorly, stay up late, avoid exercise, and so on. Grief is easier to manage if you're at your physical best. So take care of yourself and see your doctor when when necessary. And also resume your normal life. Returning to your normal routine will help you keep your mind busy and it will help show you that parts of your life are still intact and not everything that you feel has crumbled down around you. So yes, making sure that you resume your normal life is something that is extremely important. And take the time that you need to get back to work, to get back to church, to get back to your community. Um, there's not a whole lot of things going on since we are in a pandemic. So you, you, we're not going a whole lot of places, but your normal, make sure that you're um, taking the time that you need to get back to it, but make sure that you get back to it. Um, volunteer. Um, for me, um, helping other people uh, helps me. <laughs> um, so me providing assistance to other people help me deal with my own, my own grief or my own situations or my own problems. Um, and be patient. Avoid getting frustrated with yourself and with other people. Your friends mean well. Your family means well. So be patient with them. Uh, be gentle with yourself. It can take years to feel like um, your old self again. So celebrate each day, especially during the holidays. Let's not get caught up in the holidays, um, but rather what those holidays mean to you. And I know not everyone is a Christian that, listens to my podcast. So it's whatever these holidays mean to you, make sure that you're celebrating each day and the people that are around you and talk to your friends. That's another thing that you have to do. Talk to your friends and your family about the loss, people who that, you know, want to hear you. Um, and you know, um, Contrary to popular belief, there are lots of people that want to be there for you and they want to hear what you have to say. Um, so keeping your pain to yourself um, 
you don't have to do. Reach out to others and let them help you. Indulge in your hobbies. This is another really good one that I like. So hobbies are optional, of course, and activities are we all enjoy um, or they're activities that we enjoy. But um, you want to make sure that you're indulging in things that you like to do. So even if you don't feel like doing it, make sure you take part um, in hobbies that you've enjoyed in the past. Like for me, I like to play practice piano. <laughs> when I say play piano, I mean, it's, I always laugh because <laughs> I am not the best at it, but I I am really trying hard to, to be better. So um, me practicing the piano or me practicing um, vocal techniques because I'm trying to increase my range and different things like that. If you don't know, I do sing. So I'm trying to do some things with that. So whatever your hobbies are, um, make sure that you are indulging in those things. Um, find a new hobby. Um, traveling. Uh, um, exert yourself physically. And this is something that we can do. This is this will uh, this will counter act the overindulgence in food or eating and doing excessive things just to kind of numb you. So whenever you're stressed or sad, a little exercise can provide um, a huge benefit to you. So um, you don't have to go um, for a run or anything like that, but go grab a rake and deal with the leaves out front. You know, we're, when we, if you're living in Ohio, you don't have any leaves at this point on the ground. There's just snow. Well, I think the snow is clearing up a little bit now when I looked outside, um, but you know what I mean? Get active, get active. Um, and then um, turn turn to your your um, your religion. Your seek out um, seek the Lord if you're a Christian. You know, um, meditate and pray. You can find comfort in that. In your in your in your uh, pastors, go to them and talk to them. Talk to your people in your congregation. Talk to your friends in your congregation. And also a really big one, a really really big one is seek professional help. Everyone is different, and some of us run faster than others. Some of us can um, juggle three balls. Some of us can deal with grief effectively in the absence of professional help. But then there's others that need assistance. So um, seek professional help. There are lots of resources that are out there. Um, so you want to make sure that you're you're doing all of those things. Um, and if you're listening and you have not lost someone, um, I just want you to know that there are ways that you can help other people with dealing with grief, and that's keeping the lines of communication open, keeping it open so that people can approach you on their own schedule. Some prefer to be alone for a while, while others prefer to talk um, down the road. Others prefer to have a conversation right away, so just be open to those people. Also, even if you're not dealing with grief, but you have people that are, focus on being a good listener. There's there's not much you can say to help, but you can provide relief by just listening, offering assistance, like helping arrange funerals or contacting the necessary people to just lift some of the burden that can help. Also send a note. It's easier to read a note than it is to have a conversation. So in fact, it's easier on both of you to avoid sending a sympathy so avoid sending like a sympathy card with without a note. It can come across as too casual and impersonal. So just try to do be personable if you're going to send a note. Um, help raise money. Funerals can be expensive, so setting up a GoFundMe for someone could could help. Luckily for us, um, all of those things were taken care of, so we don't we don't need any GoFundMe's or anything like that. Um, you can also help them find the support that they need. So as we were talking earlier about support groups, 
Maybe you can look up support groups and then offer that to them. You can make a meal. Um, you can help out with daily tasks like laundry and shopping, car maintenance, driving the kids um, to school if, if, they, if and when they go back to school, um, and just getting them out of the house. And make sure that you're speaking carefully. Consider what you like to hear if you were in a similar situation. You know, that's this is a really big one. So mo- most experts will tell you um, that um, saying things to minimize the loss is a mistake. So that's saying, like, just avoid saying things like, um, he's in a better place or she's in a better place. Or you're young, you can always find someone else. Or... Um, you can always have more children or she was old. She lived a long, happy life. Like I've been hearing that a lot, you know, in um, a while it doesn't bother me because I understand they mean well, you know, it can be extremely insensitive to other people. So just keep in mind that the first year will be especially difficult. Um, remind them that others love them because when um, you're dealing with grief, you kind of just feel like, you know, everything's kind of crumbling around around you. So, um, you just kind of want to remind them of that. But I, I, again, this, this podcast is to help guide you through the process. And so I do want you to know that there is a way that you can find peace in the midst of grief, especially during the holidays. And so, um, I just want to give you some other courses of actions. Uh, and that, and that is, like I said, we, we dug into some of this stuff, but just acceptance, um, that, it was inevitable and, and that it happened. But two, healing is important. So spending time that brings relaxation and eliminates stress stress to you all um, will help you cope as the days go by. So spending time in meditation, physical exercise, forgiving yourself of, of whatever responsibilities you've assumed for the outcome of the situation. Just try to accept that life's happening under the guidance of a greater being. Okay. And so um, just make a list of all the positives that you've witnessed in your life and in the lives of your loved ones. And then just meditate on those blessings until they become ingrained in your conscious thoughts. And then try to identify the lesson in the midst of what you're experiencing and be thankful for it. Finding peace in the midst of grief will be difficult in the beginning, but I'm telling you, there are really no rules for how long you should take to heal, but Remember, there's a, um, there's a there's a season for everything, um, a time in the season for everything. There's a time for joy and there's a time for mourning. Um, and your feelings of hurt and pain have no plans to last forever. They will not last forever. I'm speaking to myself, too. They will not last forever. And as you practice these strategies and begin to heal, you'll be able to release your grief so that you can find true peace. Right? Um I feel like I'm rambling, um, but I, these, this conversation and this topic is, is extremely important because it's really easy, again, to get caught up in the holidays and the joys of the holiday and not knowing that there are people around us that are silently suffering because of loss and because of grief. Um, and so hopefully the the tools that I've given you may help you and help someone, uh, help you help someone that may be going through uh, a trial currently and they will overcome. You will overcome. Okay. Um, when I think about 
um, grief. And I think about my grandmother. I, I, I'm thinking about a lot of great memories. I mean, she was a, an amazing woman, but more importantly, not more importantly, but the, the one thing that I can think of that's standing out the most is how sharp she was. I mean, her and her husband, they literally dressed alike every day of their lives. <laughs> I'm not over-exaggerating. They literally dressed alike every day of their lives. So as you're thinking of whatever it is or whatever your loss is or whatever the thing that you're grieving, just understand that grief is healed through acceptance and love, right? It's difficult to lose someone that you love and missing their presence is painful, especially on special occasions, but know that healing is on its way and acceptance and love is going to keep you going. So I'm going to give you some affirmations and these affirmations will be Um, available to you on my podcast link. And if you have any questions or anything like that, you are more than welcome to reach out to me at monicagidry at gmail.com. And I can send some of these resources to you. Um, But I'm just going to give you a few of them and then I'm going to sign off. And um, so let's see here. Um, And you can just repeat these out loud. As, as you will or how, as often as you want. So I accept passing as someone's transition to a peaceful and uncomplicated life, knowing that my loved one's soul is at rest and is comfort. In a difficult world, all that I yearn for is the happiness and contentment of the people that I love. I accept that comes in the form of them leaving this world to somewhere that makes their soul smile. When I think about them watching over me, I feel comforted. It is important to accept that their spirit is everlasting. And let me just give you one more. When I fill my soul with positive thinking, it is renewed and repaired. I am able to carry on with life because I am fueled by my inner strength. And that's all that I have for you today, friends. I um, am so grateful that you've tuned in. And uh, again, some of these resources are going to be available in my podcast link. And um, if you are wanting more information on journaling, I do have an affirmation journal that is available to you. If you'd like to just journal your thoughts Um, during this holiday season and um, to help you better with dealing with grief and loss Um, regardless of what your grief and loss looks like you are seen and you are loved I see you and I love you until we see each other and speak to each other or listen to each other again I hope that you know that a whole heart is a heart that's a joyful heart a heart that's full of joy I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.